Welcome to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about how we find Christ in all things related to His church and your life. I'm your host, Taylor Easley, and I am always joyfully joined by Pastor Chad Hunsberger. How's it going? All is well. Great. Yeah, it's good. See, it's my response every time. That's great. So, how are you doing? Yeah, um, feeling good about the day. Yeah. And, yeah, as you said, the week. The week. It's, it's Valentine week. It is Valentine's week. Uh, so that's good. Yep. Yeah. And when this comes out, it will be Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, that's exciting. You have big plans. Um, well, it's church so day yes. for us. So, so that would be a yes. I'll be teaching <laughs> uh, an evangelism class. Um, but yeah, so I actually, Gloria and I plan to go to dinner this weekend. Good. Uh, so we're excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't have any plans for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I not because I don't think there are any, but because I just don't know. Okay. Except for what I'm going to do for my kids. Yeah, well, so, that's good. You know, I guess yeah. that's my job. Sure. Yeah. Love on the kids. Good job. Anyway, they are pumped because they do. That means candy mission project at their school. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, well, that's cool. And good. then have a party. Yeah, yeah, good. So, you know. Right. And little Debbies are involved, yeah. which everybody loves. Yeah. So, As know. a side note, in regard to kids, this is not to do with my our, our conversation today, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Okay. Valentine's, it does have to do with that. Okay. My mom, every year, and she is an avid listener to this show, so Hello, she will Shirley. be happy to hear this. <laughs> every year, through my entire childhood, senior year of high school included, Everything in my lunch was heart-shaped, <gasps> or as close to heart-shaped as possible. That's glorious. Like, y'all know, I, I've already talked about that. I ate the same thing, but it would be so your sandwich cut out, was, yes. heart-shaped sandwich. I love Heart-shaped that. Little Debbie. Like, sometimes Doritos, because it's at least a triangle, mm-hmm. like just the closest thing to yeah, a heart shape sure. and a chip. It was like all the things heart-shaped um, on this day, that. and like maybe even... Heart-shaped pancakes for breakfast or something. I mean, it was like very heart-shaped day. I love it. And but when we were younger, we had to exchange gifts with the other siblings, but we could only give things that didn't cost money. Mm-hmm. So we could like make something, or we could we could like, hey, I'll do your chores for a week, or to uh, both it was like, siblings it, or did it, y'all? No, like... Yeah, yeah, both siblings, okay. and so it'd be like a coupon we could give. For gotcha. something, my brother always gave me like, "Hey man, I'll throw the ball with you for an hour." And well, I, this love. was like the greatest, <laughs> and he, it was like the greatest <laughs> sacrifice for him and the greatest joy for me. So I anyway, love that. that was our thing. Love is great. So Valentine's, not to be mistaken for Valentine's, <laughs> when so many people put it in M, in it when you're a child, they do. It happens. I feel like um, my youngest just corrected that. Like man. in the last few weeks, I, 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 when she saw the word and, you know, she's finally reading yeah, now. It's so like, it's oh. like, oh, there's an in there. Yeah. Yeah. And but, there's even a teacher, a kindergarten teacher named Valentine. At, oh, that's cool. At the school. So anyway. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Let's talk about love languages. Love languages. That's what yeah. we're going to talk about yeah, today. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, it felt appropriate. Um, so what are they? Okay. Will you name all five of them? There are five there of are them. There are five. Um, it comes from a book by a guy named Gary Chapman. Yes. He is, and and it's interesting, since he wrote this book, there have been 
all of the different versions of it, right? Mm -hmm. So there's love languages for men, love languages for women. There's love languages for parents. There's love languages for children. There's love languages for the workplace. So like all of these exist in all their different versions as well, but all five of these are the same five languages, so to speak. And I think he even talks about like, there might be iterations of any of them, but they are uh, each, each the same, no matter kind of how it, plays out but it's physical touch acts of service gifts um uh uh, words of affirmation and uh quality time those are your your five love languages and the idea is that this is the way that people feel and express love Mm -hmm. so uh again you can take little there's you it's free you can go online and take a little quiz um kind of like a personality trait quiz or one of those kind of things where you're answering different questions do you prefer this or that and do you prefer this or that over and over um and it kind of narrows down your preference for what how you feel love the best the reason that this is helpful is both in knowing yourself knowing about like so that you can even communicate your wants or desires uh, to your your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the case is, or to your children um, in that case. But also um, so that you can know your spouse better. And since it's Valentine's, we'll kind of keep it in that lane of thinking of uh, the the couple, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it one of the things that I like to talk about when I do premarital counseling and we talk about the love language in particular is to see them more like five love tanks, not tanks like military tanks, but like containers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that you have all five of them. Sometimes when we take a test and we find out that, okay, words of affirmation is our number one, we assume then that that's all that's needed. Um, And so you take the test and uh, if I take the test, it says words of affirmation for mine. And if Gloria thought that was the only thing I needed, I didn't need quality time. I never needed a gift. I never needed a, you know, whatever. Then it's like, wait a second. But we have all five of the tanks, but they all drain at different rates. So your job is to try to keep all, it sounds like a heavy job, but uh, try to keep those tanks filled for your spouse. You want to shower them with love, show that in different ways. And so learning which one drains the fastest is the one that you're looking for ways more regularly. So if, for example, if your spouse's love language is words of affirmation, that means that pretty much daily their their tank is emptying looking for you to say, I love you. Thank you. It doesn't always necessarily mean that there has to be a gushing love letter wrote every morning Mm -hmm. with poetry and song, but it means that, okay, I'm looking for ways to, for them to hear me say what I think of them, right? So words of affirmation in that sense drains fast, but over here you might have um, gifts, which drains really slow, meaning you don't really expect a gift every time they go to the grocery store, but you you do hope that you get a gift at Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
And it doesn't have to be anything large, but you do hope that they thought of you at Christmas enough to say, hey, here's your favorite candy bar, mm-hmm. right? Like, so, so think of it in that way, like what drains faster, what drains slower, and then also realize that, uh, that sometimes what happens is as one drains, uh, once it's empty, it's like you're, um, you begin to crave that one sometimes more than you think you would Mm -hmm. because, well, you didn't really need a gift. And so you've expressed that to your spouse. And so they didn't get you one, but that you went three Christmases and two birthdays and three Valentines or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you, there was no gift. And so it's now empty. And so you're like, huh, I don't know why I all of a sudden would like a gift because gifts has never really been my thing. But it's because that tank is empty. And so looking for ways to communicate, not like that's always one that everybody feels like really selfish because they're like, I'm asking for a gift. Like it makes me feel like I have to have a thing. Kind of reframe it a little bit as just consideration. Yeah. 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 Of you. Absolutely. And you know, that they took the time. That's, and that's really what, Because I've heard in in counseling stuff, I've heard people say, like, I'm kind of embarrassed that mine is gifts. Mm -hmm. And working with that couple to say, no, no, no. It's not stuff. It's not not the stuff that that they're craving. It's the you thought of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so thinking about that, it's helpful to define when people uh, hear quality time, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, in your conversation as you as you do this help your spouse know what quality time means for some couple, for some individual quality time means sitting and watching a show together Mm -hmm. for somebody else. It means, no, we need to be sitting across the table, having conversation about something in life. That's not just our calendar or where the kids need to go or whatever. We're, We're talking about life things, life in regard to, uh, like our, time with the Lord or uh, things that are going on in our heart and mind. And so if that's what quality time is and you thought that just watching a movie together counted, then you're going to be kind of uh, discouraged because they're going to still be wanting quality time and you're going to think you've given it. Um, and so looking for ways to even understand what what is how is someone defining words of affirmation? How is someone defining right. uh, acts of service? How is someone defined? Like if, for example, um, I, with Glory and I, I was assuming that acts of service meant grand acts. Mm. And she was assuming acts of service meant Dishes. like the daily activity. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, oh, okay. So n- not cleaning the whole house while you're away. Right. Yes. That's, that'd be awesome. Means great. Like, yeah. thank you for doing that. But you like taking the initiative to take the trash out and you doing the dishes and you cleaning the toilet on a Tuesday and just the one toilet, right? Like, oh, wow, thanks. Little Little things. things. And so uh, that was, it's those kind of parts of communication that you really need to stay in tune with each other and express that because otherwise you you get unnecessarily frustrated because somebody is trying to do the thing that you weren't really asking for. Um, And that's really the idea of the love languages at all is to be able to more clearly express love in the way that the person feels loved. Right. 
Um, and that, I think what I what I hear you saying also is not it's not just your responsibility to fill them. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you've got you, it's also the responsibility of your partner to come to you and say, "Hey, this right. is what I need." That's right. You know, I, this is what this means to me, and you That's said right. that. And um, and I would say to us. Uh, as believers, right, you you start every episode saying, like, we're trying to see Christ in the middle of it all. And so I would just reiterate, even as I charge you as a spouse to fill those love tanks, to realize that if you're looking for your spouse to be the filler of all things love, you're going to be, like, you're going to be so very disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> but Christ always fills that. Right. And, and I would just say, in he expresses that through his word. There are words of affirmation there. There is words of comfort there. There is quality time there. His Clearly, his offering of his life dying for you is an act of service for you. Like He demonstrates this, these things for you in, in a variety of ways. And so I would just say, make sure that you're being fulfilled, satisfied, whatever, in Christ first Mm -hmm. so that you're not putting all the pressure on your spouse to do something that's the job of Christ. Right. Uh, Be whole. Yeah, that's right. So you can wholly love and wholly be loved by another person. I think that's, like, it's just helpful to see because when we put all that pressure on our spouse, I all of us can do this. I can do that to Gloria where I'm, why didn't you do this thing? I don't feel whole because you didn't do this thing. And it's like, well, time out. Uh, it doesn't mean correction doesn't need to be, or there doesn't need to be change, but it's not her fault (laughs) in that. So guarding that in ourself, I think is key, um, and, and helpful for us. Um, the other thing I would just say now, so this is our 20th year of marriage and, um, I will say one of the things it took me a little while to learn, but that that what you need can change in stages of life. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready for that, you can be really thrown off. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, again, thinking about it like a tank, those those things can be um, like uh, you can even swap them mm-hmm. sometimes. So, for example, I, I joke about this sometimes, but um, when we first got married, Gloria, her physical touch side was much higher. So it was like wanting to sit next to me on the couch or it was uh, like even in the bed, like her leg coming over to my side mm-hmm. of the bed, just so like it was there. And then uh, around the time that uh, she was pregnant with number two, so with Luke, it was like, I need space. I'm touched I got to breathe. I'm touched <laughs> out, right? And then she had him, and so now she's got a two-year-old and an infant, and then there was a four-year-old and two two-year-olds, and it was like, I'm touched all the time. Yes. And, uh, and even even quality time changed because yeah. quali- like she needed alone. She didn't need another person talking to her. She needed no time, right? Mm-hmm. Like no people time. And so like, at first, those things like hurt my feelings because it was like, wait a second, you, you were always sitting next to me and now you're not, Mm -hmm. uh, you always wanted your extra time to be with me and now it's not. And one of the things that I've learned also from Gloria, uh, she's very wise, but she has said, you know, part of me wonders if that really wasn't like, now I'm even more confident in being able to tell you what I want or need. Mm -hmm. Uh, and as I'm maturing, there isn't the need 
to, to feel like I'm supposed to be the one who wants to sit next to you on the couch. Right. I'm supposed to be the one that all my time is extra with you. Uh, whereas I'm more confident in, you know, this is what I know. So, so whether or not it, it changes or it just feels like it changes, either way, there are adjustments in stages of life because no question what makes Gloria feel most loved now is acts of service. Mm-hmm. She needs help. Don't make me do this alone. Like make lunches, do the dishes, yeah. take the trash out, the, the simple small things, not necessarily the grand acts, but mm-hmm. the doing the laundry, doing the whatever. And so uh, what, what happened to me is when that physical touch kind of went away and that wasn't as high on my list, right? It was, it was much lower. It was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> that just happened so commonly that that tank stayed full for me. That then when she wasn't, quote unquote, needing it, then I began to really per- think I was needing it because I, it was, it was reverse, if that right. makes sense. And so learning, okay, how much of that is what I really desire <clears throat> and how much of that is like the fulfilling of the, uh, like what I thought I had before, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But again, all of that comes through need for communication. Yes. Like all of this and not to to feel guilty about having that conversation. So I, I talk to couples about this all the time. Like talk a lot about these things um, and also give time for those things to be attempted. Mm-hmm. Like if you tell your spouse on January 1st, or, or you're hearing this podcast and you say, okay, this weekend I'm going to talk to them about this thing. Mm-hmm. And so then next weekend, something hasn't happened in that area, the act of service or the word of affirmation, they haven't written you a note or they haven't done the thing. And like, give them give them room to learn what that looks like. Give them the time to actually put it into practice and then count every small thing that you know they're trying, mm-hmm. right? Uh if, if it's acts of service and uh, you were really hoping that they would start doing the laundry, but they start doing the dishes, mm-hmm. be thankful that they started doing the dishes. Right. 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 Because they're trying. Yeah. It, like, so and unless you voiced specifically. That's right. So, so that's <laughs> what happens sometimes. We are not mind readers. It turns out either way. Right. Right. Either uh, way. N- neither husband nor wife is one. Right. And so look for ways to communicate. And then also what I would say is, yes, like I'm going to I'm going to stay on that example of laundry versus dishes. Also allow the dishes thing to be an act like that. You see it as love. Yes. Because it could be that even though you're really wanting help with laundry, when they help with laundry, they don't do it the way you want them to. So just be happy that they did the dishes, yeah. right? It, it sounds weird, but it's like um, tr- try to give some room for them to express love the way that they are best at expressing it and uh, like give them some of that leeway mm-hmm. uh, instead of being so fixated on the one thing that you're uh, – I, I want – it's expressed this way or it doesn't count. Um, and one so, of my favorite, so give them some of that. Right. One of my favorite things that my counselor told me is unspoken expectations mm. are premeditated resentments. Oh, wow. Yeah, And yeah. so like without having 
the hard conversations where it's like, hey, I think this is actually an expectation that I have of you without me even knowing it. And so I'm beginning to like resent you a little bit, mm-hmm. but I can't do that. That's not fair. Because I've never, <laughs> t- I've never told you. I've yeah. never said yeah, 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 yeah. it. And so um, just in talking about communicating, whether it's via the love languages or otherwise, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's an excellent thing to keep yourself in check yep. and say, hey, like what expectations do I have yep. of my partner just to say, uh, you know, if, if I don't feel like one of my tanks is full, yeah. you know, have I told them? Yeah. Like, have I stated sure. it? One of the things, too, I would just caution everybody is that each of the love languages really also can have a dangerous side to it. Sure. Right? So words of affirmation can really fuel pride. Mm-hmm. If you're just wanting them to uh, tell you how great you are, right? Physical touch can actually fuel vanity. Right. Uh, gifts can fuel like selfishness, right? So greed, like all of these things, there's a, there's like a vice sure. to the, Pride gets to, in there. to all of those. That yeah, if you're not careful. Um, and so just be, be aware of that. See that in yourself. Uh, what are you, is your, is your asking of that because you, you actually just want that vice filled, mm-hmm. right? And that's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. And so just really, that again comes with communication, but it also means um, like observing yourself well enough, self-reflection, time with the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, time in the Word to to hear that. Um, and so again, I would I would encourage these as as a matter of handles, word handles to be able to communicate more so than man. If you don't believe in the love languages, you're done. But right. it's right. more just a matter of like, hey, these are some some handles that can help you in those conversations that you need to have with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend as you're kind of moving toward marriage. Yeah. 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 Great. Good. I love this. Love it. Love it. Anything else that you would like to add? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Great. I'm glad you said that because I forgot. (laughs) So. All right. Well, that wraps up this uh, episode of the Christ and All podcast. We do hope that you have a very happy Valentine's Day. You can catch a new episode each Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Um, if you want to submit a question for us to discuss in the new year, you can send it to info at colonialheights.org. We cannot wait to hear from you. And thanks for listening.